0: good to go with more of the matt wyatt show coming
1: to
2: you direct and live all right here we go i'm matt in the bureau the farm bureau insurance studio farm bureau go with the home team they are your home team at farm bureau Got your comments coming through on the Murray West live thread here on Facebook and on YouTube. Coming to those in just a bit. So if you're watching the live stream right there, hey to y'all, type in a comment, post it. It pops up right here, and we can bring it in on the show. So thanks for that. You can also text me on the country-pleasing text line, 885-3776, a 601 number. 885-3776. Another way to remember the text line is 885-ESPN. And you can also call the show on the Davinny Equipment phone line, Divinity Equipment in Madison and in Jackson, your Kubota dealer. The number to call the show, 995-1059. Got it? That's 601-995-1059. Let's check in with my man, Beaver. I've been forgetting to use my bell. Let's see. Hey, Beaver. Hey, Matt Wyatt. How are things in the uh, the home farm bureau insurance studio today? Everything going smooth?
3: Yeah, still fine over here.
2: Okay, no fires, no electrical sparks flying, nothing like that. Not yet. Meaning it could happen at any point in time. Oh yeah, it's only one o'clock. <laughs> it's only one. Hey, real quick before I play this uh, overrated, underrated TV game with you. You got an opinion on this LSU fan slash corndog narrative that's been around all these years? You got a thought on that? I I never fully
3: knew if it was real because I've never been to a game in Baton Rouge, which that's my number one where I would love to go to a game. But since I've never been there, I've always been curious about this, but I've sure been hearing it for a long time.
2: Me too. Beaver, I have to say, like when I said earlier that I don't get it, even when somebody tries to explain it to me that it supposedly goes back to it has something to do with like they like they well like Rebel Rex texted me a link and it's an it's an Auburn blog that apparently the story is on where it's like they smell like carnies and carnies smell like corn dogs cuz they smell, sell a corn dog at the carnival I kind of don't let me just say I for whatever reason my reaction to that has always been that it's just stupid <laughs> that it's just dumb right i mean what are we saying beaver do you get what i'm saying when i go there's not enough reality in this for it to resonate with me to go that we're going to say that all of them like you're, every lsu fan is like reeks of corn dogs. i mean like how dumb is that and far be it for me to take up for anybody, I don't even really hear any big outcry or anything from LSU fans because I think they realize it's dumb. They're like, oh, whatever. Why does it stick around, though? <laughs> it's just dumb.
3: Why did it become corn dogs? Oh, the carny, carny deal?
2: Well, yeah, why did it become that? And it, But why did it become such a thing, supposedly? You know, like, I, I don't know. It just, I think it's dumb. That's just all it is. I just think it's dumb. Okay, B, we had some fun yesterday, or I did anyway. I don't know if anybody else had fun with it. I did. We did a little game called Overrated, Underrated, and it's regarding television shows. Do you mind if we play it again? No, not at all. Okay. And feel free to say, I don't know that show <laughs> if that comes, if that happens here. Okay. Feel free to. Okay.
3: I'd like to amend the rules because All right, okay. I was still thinking about randomly. You know how most people they they do a lot of thinking in like the shower. Yeah. Mine is when I'm brushing my teeth. Okay. For some reason, and I have the most random thoughts. Okay. So this morning I'm brushing my teeth. Random thought that pops in is going back to this yesterday. This everybody loves Raymond. Oh, yeah, I was still trying to think back to that. Do I need to go back and watch <laughs> that? Because I couldn't give, you know, you only gave me two chances. So right. what I'm saying here, two options, overrated, underrated. I think we need to put something in there rated
2: just where it should be. Okay, all right. So what would we call that? That would be appropriately rated? Yeah. Okay. So we've got either underrated, overrated, or appropriately rated. <laughs> Cuz it was popular. I mean so it was. So yeah. therefore
3: I don't know that it can fully be overrated because it was it had 9 seasons and all that business. So uh-huh. yeah. anyway, that's why I say that.
2: Yeah, and let's see. See Cuz it was a tough answer for me yesterday. Well, when it came up yesterday too, so it did have 9 seasons. I didn't realize that, see. And so so it ran until 2005. It started in 96. Prior to looking that up, about every, everybody loves Raymond Beaver, I would have guessed that it was much more recent. I would have said, oh, it started about 01 and probably ran till what, seven or eight just before the office ended. No. This thing was on from 96 to 05. It's much older than, than the office. And I didn't realize any of that, too. So then same thing for me. It sort of hit me, I guess, because it's a little older it hits you how long it was on and all that. Okay. And I did sort of just spring it on you. We'd never done that before. Let's try it again today. And again, some of these go way back. So it this, <laughs> just do with it what you will on a couple of these, Beaver. First up, the date's going to already kind of throw you for a loop. You're going to be like, what? All right. On this day in 1972, okay, this show premiere. And I don't know the network, but the classic line in the close, good night, John Boy. Here it comes, here it comes. It's the Waltons which began airing on this day in 1972. Did you were are you familiar at all with this show and what do you think about it?
3: I know of it. Okay. Matt, I'm sorry. I'm going to hit you right where you live. Okay. All those classic shows like back in the day Little House on the Prairie mm-hmm. and the Waltons and Andy Griffith Matt, I was never a big fan. <laughs> I was never a big fan. So, are you saying it's overrated?
2: I think overrated for me. Okay. It's overrated. They had 10 seasons. Um, Historical drama. The setting was Virginia. It's based on a book. The series aired from 72 to 81. Okay, so that's the Waltons. According to Beaver, it is overrated. All right, the Waltons, overrated. Now, next. A year later on this day, September the 14th, 1973, the fifth and final season of this show began.
4: Here's the story of a lovely lady who was bringing up three very lovely girls.
2: It's the Brady Bunch. All
4: of them had hair
2: of gold. Like their mother. Like their mother. The youngest one in curls. Beaver, you want to sing along or listen to it or talk over it? A man named Brady
3: who was <laughs> busy with three
2: boys. Okay, so Brady Bunch. Over, under, just right? What do you got? Appropriately rated. Now, I did like the Brady Bunch. Okay. And it ended in 73, and they've been showing it forever since then, for 50 years since then.
3: That was another TBS.
2: Uh-huh. Reruns
3: yep. that they showed.
2: The yep. The TBS had a big effect on all of us. Right? That's the way Sing along. We became the Brady Bunch. All right, so the fifth and final season of the Brady Bunch began 50 years ago today. Do you all feel old now? 50 years ago today. And by the way I did see last week that the original Brady Bunch house that they used for the exterior they they sold it for like millions of dollars or something some rich person bought it. All right, and last one babe, so we've got a we've got an un, overrated in the Waltons, an appropriately uh easy for me to say <sharp inhale> appropriately rated Brady Bunch. And now this one. Premiering, making its debut on this day, September 14th, 1985, was... Thank you for being a friend. Yeah, the Golden Girls. Down the road back when again. when Mary Liddy was like four or five years old, you should have heard her sing this theme song of this show. It the cutest thing you'd ever seen in your life. And if you threw a party in All right, B, what do you got?
3: appropriately rated you can't you can't go against golden girls betty white (laughs) betty white is betty white it's still getty she was harsh
2: (laughs) she was how about that so we didn't have any that are underrated today we had an overrated beaver rated uh he said the waltons was overrated but brady bunch and golden girls appropriately rated um Let's see. There were a couple of others on this day, but I don't have the the music. So one was some show called The Amazing Spider-Man. Pilot episode of the television show The Amazing Spider-Man. 1977. Never saw it. Don't know. I know what Spider-Man is. It's about the TV show.
3: Oh, I remember that one. Do you really? It was the production quality was so bad. (laughs) It was so lame. Was it as
2: bad as the, the Batman show back in those days? Oh, with Adam West? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah.
3: I think it was probably even worse because if I remember right, I always heard rumors that, that like the Adam West and Burt Ward version of Batman, they knew. They was they was basically a joke to
2: them. Okay, they, they knew. knew what they were doing.
3: <laughs> but this Spider-Man, I I think they were trying hard. But, you know, the the at the time costumes and stuff they obviously weren't what they are today so that was pretty bad so that's i think that's the difference between batman and that one
2: yeah gotcha and then there was one in 78 that began airing mork and mindy and had uh robin williams was on that show and you know played like what were they uh, space people or aliens or something living on earth Um, it was a popular show it really was all right so there you go there's today's version of overrated, underrated, or appropriately rated.
3: Uh oh. What? Tripp is mad. Somebody's mad at you? He's mad that you're playing this game and not talking about sports for two hours <laughs> straight. For 120 minutes straight. <laughs> Got to talk about sports. Well, let's sports see what. Only.
2: Let's see what Tripp said. Tripp texts the country pleasing text line and says, Matt, can we. F- Please have the fifth and final season of this stuff. Sports, anyone? (laughs) Well, let's see. Let's do the math. Okay, so the first hour of the show was 60 minutes of sports content. Now, and in this hour, we are now, we're 13 minutes into the show, but that was a good 10 minutes of playing that game, Beaver, which was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. And we got a ton of interaction on that, like on the Murray West live thread, which I'm coming to. And so that means we may only have 50 minutes of hard sports this hour. Is that enough? <laughs> An hour and 50 minutes of hard-hitting sports. And 10 minutes of giggles. And Trip is a little bit upset. <laughs> Beaver. Beaver, you started talking in your baby voice and then it... Encouraged me to do it, too. (laughs) Tripp, we appreciate you, man. Thanks for listening. Uh, uh, Will, on the Murray West live thread, go to murraywest.com. That's M-U-R-R-Y. Murraywest.com. Contract embroidery company right here in Mississippi, in New Albany, since 1996. Custom apparel, that's where you go. If you have a logo that needs to be sewn on, printed on, anything, any sort of shirt, jacket, top, hat, you know, pants, items, promotional items, anything. That's where you go. Start right there. Contact them. Tell them I sent you. Murraywest.com. It's M-U-R-R-Y West.com. Uh, Will says on the Murray West live thread on YouTube. It's crazy to me that Betty White was in a show about being old in 1985 and then went on and lived almost 37 years after that until December of 2021. I know, isn't it? Jimmy loves the show. That's It's weird, you know, what, five or four or five? Was it four? Yeah, four old ladies in a retirement village in Florida and a show about it. Re- really, everybody liked it. Young, old, men, women. <laughs> It was just funny. It kind of shows you that comedy sort of encompasses everything. Now, this is a previous subject, but it was the, the comments about the corn corndog stuff for LSU. That this whole thing of LSU fans smell like corndogs, ha, 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 snicker, snort. And I'm like, okay, drop it. Like, what? It's dumb. This is dumb. Why am I supposed to? It's stupid. The whole thing's dumb. It just is. I'm not defending LSU. Fans, I'm just calling it what it is. It's dumb. Okay, Jimmy said Katy Perry throwing corn dogs on college game day when Ole Miss played LSU made it a big deal. Do you agree with that? Now I also want to read this. Tyga, who is an LSU fan, says on the country pleasing text line the whole corn dog joke comes from the fact that Tiger Stadium on game day typically smells like corn dogs. He says, which it does. Taiga says, the reason why is if you've ever smelled somebody cooking gumbo or jambalaya near each other, the combined smells smell like corn dogs for whatever reason. But now he brings up a great point. He says, but who doesn't love corn dogs? <laughs> with a little ketchup and mustard? I'm with you. Maybe now I'm sort of getting down to it why I think it's stupid. Okay. It's not that you can make fun of LSU fans all you want to. I don't care who you are, do your thing, but stop making fun of corn dogs now. <laughs> I like corn dogs, and there's nothing wrong with them. <laughs> I want one right now. In fact, no, actually, what I want right now is to flip it over to the Davini Equipment phone line. Davini Equipment in Madison and in Jackson, your Kubota dealer, the oldest Kubota dealer in the U.S. In fact, means that they've been doing it better longer than anyone else. Right here at home at Davini. On line one, Chris from Macon. Chris, it is good to hear from you. How you doing? Chris, you got the floor. Are you there? I don't have Chris. Swing and a miss. Strike. All right. Try it again, Chris. Call us back. Maybe it's us. Don't know. All right. Uh, country, please, text line. Louvier. Mr. Hudat and Go Saints himself text the show, and he says, Big game tonight. Gulf Coast hosts Itawamba. Go Bulldogs. He said, Be advised that Gulf Coast Community College fans love uh, Richard Thomas as John Boy Walton. Okay. What is it? What does TC mean? He says great TC in my childhood. What does TC stand for? He said in Go Saints. Yeah, Richard Thomas played John Boy Walt. Remember at the end of the show? Good night, John Boy. And then, then the light goes out. <laughs> I do remember that part of it. I hadn't watched a ton of them. I just remember the song and I remember the you know, back when people watched television, number one, and number two, therefore people because people watched, there were icons like iconic songs or iconic moments, like the turkey. Drop in the show uh, WKRP in Cincinnati and all of that stuff. All right, uh, back over to the phone line, Davini Equipment phone. More bully on line two. Let's try that. More bully, you there? Well, look at here. We got a phone issue.
3: Wait, no, I got. We we must be fair. Chris from Macon is on t- line one then more bully called after
2: okay all right so chris first i called for chris a minute ago so it might have been my fault chris from macon you have the floor sir how you thanks doing, man? man it's good to hear your voice how are you
0: i'm busy as all get out been working the night shift and hadn't had a chance to call and i not really listen so i've got two questions for you okay. first one is, is what did that that baseball player from Stanford ever do. That's how long it has yeah. been. In, I've been plugged in.
2: <laughs> he, uh, he went to Texas A&M. Yeah, he signed with Texas A&M. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah.
0: Well, and the other question is, is I know you're probably getting this, but if we don't throw the ball this weekend, how ready are State fans going to be ready to throw Kevin Barbe out the pole already?
2: Uh, well, you know, well, I'll just say this: Your question is about fans. So, right, wrong, or indifferent. If you, if if you don't throw the ball, it's going to be. Tough. Yeah, there Tough. there'll be a lot of criticism. I, you know, again, right, wrong, or indifferent. I mean, that's,
0: To me, to me, I don't know. I mean, do you really think he's slow playing it? I really think that that kind of just listening to him from the beginning of the time he got here, he said, We're gonna play to each team's strength. And he thought he could run the ball last weekend. He yeah. did in the beginning. Good on him. Yeah. If it wasn't for our defense, we'd be one loss down.
2: I think you're right it's about the, that. I mean and Chris here I really I was, believe
0: that the, the weakness of LSU is their secondary. So,
2: yeah, and and I will say this too. In in Barbe's defense I also believe that maybe your best football player on the whole football team, and I think he is your best football player on your offense, is Woody Marks. And and I'll stand by that. It's just that yeah. you know, it's just that and, and so far Woody is he's had two great ball games. But I guess it's just yeah. such it's such a shock as it is for you, for me, and for all of us to go from what we've seen for three years to the fact that now you almost aren't even trying to, or you had, last week you didn't really even try to put it in the air. You know, I think it's just a shock is what it is.
0: I mean, it, it was really a shock when Will was begging to throw the ball and they wouldn't let him throw the ball. <laughs> it was just almost it was crazy it, it, to me. But I mean, you say that, but Tudelo Griffin has never really been given the chance to show what he can do either. So we don't really know what he is.
2: That's it's. And he showed, that. really, he showed really,
0: he shows every time we throwed him the ball, he's been electric. So, I mean, yeah. I just don't understand to me, if he doesn't attack the secondary, I think that y'all are going to be fielding calls all next week if we need a new offensive coordinator. Yeah, you may, my opinion.
2: Be, you may be right have
0: Have a good week and go State.
2: Thanks, Chris.
1: Whether it's about winning the game or even losing the game, you're going to hear about them all and get to talk about it with Matt Wyatt right here, right now.
2: All right, back with you. I'm Matt in the Bureau. Staying connected to you because of C Spire, the number one network in Mississippi, C Spire. Customer inspired. MSU 1980 texts the show, says Matt. The very first TV show I saw in color was Batman. My parents took us kids to some friend's house so that we could see a TV show in color. That was in 1966. And on election night in 1968... He says, my father brought home a color TV so that he could watch the election returns in color. How about that? That is cool. How cool would it be to be able to remember the first time you watched uh, color TV? So you're right before me, MSU 1980. I'm of the generation that I remember what it was like when we got our first remote-controlled television, Okay, which, again, to somebody in their 20s right now, I sound absolutely ancient for saying that (laughs) and i remember it and i i was a little kid who you know we're in the living room and we had one that you had to manually change the channel up there with the dial click 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 and uh you know i was probably like preschool first kindergarten i don't know first grade age and right around in there and my dad would go hey matt go up there and turn it to channel four and i'd go up and go turn it and i'd be in the you know, walking through the room, or I'd be doing something. He'd say, hey, Matt, go up there and turn the volume up for me. <laughs> and at some point I complained about it. Hey, Matt, turn it over to the Braves game. Go up there and change the channel. Okay. And at some point I said, I'm tired of having to go up there and change the channel all the time. <laughs> and, you know, generally as a kid, especially in that era, complaining about things got you nowhere. But that was one where my dad thought, "Eh, he's right. And pretty short order, he came on with our first remote-controlled television. And I do remember it very well because it had four buttons on it. I don't think that remote control even had a power button. It had just four buttons. Channel up, channel down, volume up, volume down. But you could control it from the recliner. (laughs) And then my grandparents, they were really fancy ahead of us because we'd go visit them and, well, my my dad's parents on the Wyatt side of the family in Clanton, Alabama, we'd go visit them and they had the big, humongous console television sitting in the wooden case, you know, on the floor. Like it'd take four grown men to lift that thing. Um, And it's this humongous TV and the remote control for it was big. I mean it was big it was like my granddad had a size 13 shoe as big as his shoe (laughs) huge thing and it had all kinds of buttons on it not just channel and volume but numbers and power button and v hold and all this kind of different things and i was like look at this we thought it was really cool and when i was a kid too i remember we would then zip across chilton county and visit my my mother's mom and dad, and my grandparents on that side, the dentist side of the family. And um, he, my granddad had the antenna that was run and adjusted by a motor, basically like up on top of the house. But the control for it was in there by the TV. And so you would have, like they lived in Maplesville, Alabama. It's the same town we were talking about earlier this week because we were talking about bookie watson and so like local channels were coming out of birmingham you know and there were several local abc nbc cbs channels coming out of birmingham and you know they say turn it go let's turn over to number six turn over to channel six and so somebody would go up to the tv and would turn the dial over to six and then you would wait and you could hear up on the roof bah. <laughs> the motor would start growling and you could hear the antenna slowly turning. It was turning the antenna to face that part of Birmingham. And then you look at the TV and it would, the signal would go away. And then as the antenna turned, the signal on the TV would slowly come back into view and they'd have these little slight adjustments so you could get it just right. Never forget that. Okay. And I got to do a little housekeeping right here real quick. I got to talk to Beaver for a second. Hey, uh, Hey, Beaver. Hey. So have I run more bully off? Yeah. I All right, I ran him so. off. You know, here's the thing, though, Beaver. A while ago when Chris was hanging on the phone and I said, let's go to Chris for making and nothing happened, it was more bully's fault that nothing happened. Hmm. Because – yeah. I mean, you tell me, but didn't, like, more bully calls in, and instead of saying, hey, put me on, or I got something to say, he starts talking your ears off, where you really can't do anything else.
3: So he sabotaged Chris.
2: (laughs) You hear that, more bully? (laughs) And then we came back, and I get this talking about television stuff, and I honestly, I honestly forgot that he was hanging on. (laughs) So more bully wherever you are. Thanks for calling. Uh, Somebody is texting in and they remember that motor. You used to have a television and you had a motor that would turn the antenna remotely here so that you could dial in certain TV stations. And somebody texted in and said, I learned the cardinal directions and what a pipe wrench was. When the antenna motor went out, <laughs> I bet the motor on the antenna go, hey, you can't change channels. So you have to go up there and like, hey, make it face north. You got to make it go northeast, you know, kind of north, a little bit to the, to the east. Because, right, one person would be inside looking at the TV with the window open going, all right, back to the west a little bit. And you'd turn it right, and then right, lock it in right there. Lock it right th-. And you'd have to lock it down with that wrench. Yeah, I get it. And everything started changing, right? For good and for bad. So speaking of TV, things have changed. You can watch now. You don't have to wait until Sunday to watch NFL football. Thursday night game tonight. It is the home opener for the Philadelphia Eagles. They are hosting the Vikings. The Vikings lost to somebody in week one. I can't remember who it is. Uh, but the Eagles are without some key players, including a couple from around here. Running back Kenneth Gainwell, right, who was a South Manola guy, went to Memphis. Kenny Gainwell, running back, is out of that game tonight, so he's banged up. Uh, cornerback James Bradbury is out for the Eagles. And safety Reed Blankenship. Not going to play. They've all been ruled out for the game tonight. Bradbury's in concussion deal. Uh, Gainwell and Blankenship both have rib injuries. And check this out. Fletcher Cox, you know, I told you he went down with some sort of injury second half of that game uh, against the Patriots. He popped up, went to the sideline. I didn't know exactly how hurt he was, but you don't know. I mean, he's been in the NFL for how many years now? Ten years, 11 seasons, whatever it is now for Fletcher. And I don't know that I've ever seen him lay on the ground after a play. (laughs) And uh, he's got a rib injury too. Listed as questionable. So he's not definitely out, but he's listed as questionable. But Eagles at home. All right, flip it over to the phone line, Divinity Equipment phone line. State grad 98. On the phone line. What's up, State Grad? Good to hear from you.
5: Oh, I appreciate it. Uh, first off, before I get into my uh, sports-related, well, I guess this other one is sports-related, too. But you remember the, when you were talking about movies today and
2: TV shows? Yes.
5: The show, uh, Little Big League.
2: Okay, yeah. Remember that movie? I do.
5: Um, from that show. Well, she actually had a son, and this is uh, made his major league, major league debut. With the Cubs the other day, who did? And that was Scott, uh Pete Crow Armstrong. Really? Yeah, yeah. He was. Uh, we got him from the Mets a couple years ago. Traded to hobby Bias. Uh huh. He's like real tools. He's playing the outfield the other night. Oh my gosh, Pat! He can cover some ground in the okay. field. Very cool. Now if he could ever hit, then we're gonna be something. But, <laughs> but that's just kind of crazy. The mom from Little Big League. The son and made his uh, major league debut. This happened before the Cubs.
2: The Cubs, that <laughs> is pretty cool right there. Yeah, I didn't know that story. Yeah. All
5: uh, right. Now, one thing that, uh, about football, I know I've been kind of, I not really, well, I've been thinking about it a lot. I haven't really said much, but against Arizona, you know, our offense, I thought was just, he was very block. Yeah. hmm. You know, we, we got all the rushing yards in the first quarter, whatever, you know, short field. But, you know, I've heard a lot of people say, well, well, every time, you know, we, we didn't have any pass protection against Arizona. And we really didn't. We really didn't have a whole lot of time to throw the ball. Yeah. With, you know, know. 15 times. But this is what scares me. Of course, I'm going to see them throw the bit, ball downfield a good deal again. <clears throat> and it's uh, because their secondary is, you know, real weak. But they'll have a better pass rush than,
2: yeah.
5: Yeah. than Arizona, I feel.
2: Oh yeah, and yeah, for sure. I
5: I just I guess I'm just kind of preparing myself for it because I I just don't see Will having a whole lot of time to take those shots that we all want to want to yeah. see. Because uh, like Parkins, I know Parkins for LSU, you know, they're the great linebacker. Um, because I don't think he's been utilized
2: very well. The way yeah. they've had him playing. So I a last year. Hey, state but grad. going um, to turn him loose. Hey, I appreciate the phone call the music's cutting you off. Good thoughts, and thanks for calling me, okay? Don't be a stranger. All uh-huh. right. All right, call me anytime. We'll wrap things up here in Hour 2 when we come back here in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Stay with me. Fun show today. Lots to get around to. Ton of texts, comments, and even some good phone calls. And the one we didn't take was more bully, which is my fault because I forgot he was hanging on there. Says <laughs> my fault. Uh, that's what it happens sometimes. Got a comment here on the Murray West live thread. Sven says the Eagles drafted the whole Georgia backfield. I mean, and a bunch of their D linemen too, right? Yeah, I mean, it, Eagles should be fine. Tonight, but I got some major pieces they'll be without. And don't you know? I mean, don't you know that TV partners? I I mean, maybe not. Maybe in some cases, having certain players out, there's just as much interest to tune in and see how the fill-ins and the backups are going to play in certain situations. Uh, you know, like for instance, the Jets this coming weekend, three thirty game at the Cowboys. Storylines, and obviously, if Aaron Rodgers were playing that game, you know the interest is through the roof. But you still have, you know, interest, albeit sort of disgusting interest for a lot of people because he's not in the game and they' able to play. But in a game like this, you know, you get a Thursday night deal, and now three or four players and key players can be out, but uh, still a lot of interest. It's the NFL for sure. Larry commented, he's going way back here on the live thread on YouTube. He said he remembers having a party phone line. I've heard about those. He said uh, when they started giving private lines, my mom waiting it out to be able to keep the same number. <laughs> yeah, party lines. What it was you and you would share a telephone line with several other places or families or homes or whatever. Now, I was always curious about that. I didn't live through that era, but I, as as referenced by uh, Beaver earlier in the show today, you know, these, these TV shows that I kind of liked that he didn't really like, and Andy Griffith being one of them. How they would pick up the phone and hold it to their ear and speak into the thing and say, hey, Sarah. And then I guess somebody, Sarah, went, yeah, what? And you say, hey, uh, connect me with Floyd, the barber, you know. So there was, an, in order to use a phone, there had to be a real person connecting the lines somehow. I got to admit, I like it better now. (laughs) That's one way things have gotten better, all right? I like it better now. I just pick up my phone. It's my number. And some people, I don't even talk to them. We just text each other. Hey, hey, what's up? Although, now, that was just for example. I'm not texting people the word, hey. I don't do that. I ain't that guy. Hey, how you doing? I don't do that. All right, flip it over to the Davinny Equipment phone line. Davinny Equipment in Madison and in Jackson, your Kubota dealer. Got a call from Tide Man on line one of the Davinny phone. Tide Man, what's up, Tide Man? How are you?
4: I'm doing well. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yeah, it was a rough outing for my cousin and Tide Saturday, but I had a, just a quick question for you, as someone who played. Uh, Quarterback at an extremely high level. Um, what do you, do you Going back to Jalen Hurts when he was first the Alabama, uh, a lot of the same things were being said about him that are being said about Jalen Milrow. He had all the physical tools, one of the strongest guys on the team, one of the fastest guys on the team, had a strong arm, but um, you know we just tend to bail out of the pocket too quick and. Could it go through his progressions and things like that? Of course, you look at what what he's doing now. It's just phenomenal. And I don't think anybody that knew about his character and his intellect was necessarily surprised to see him improve and get to where he is now. Do you have, if you have watched Jalen Milrow, if you watched him Saturday or the week before, do you think that's an apt comparison? Do you think that Nick Saban should, stay with him as he did with Jalen Hurts and he will improve on things like going through his reads and all that. Of course you gotta have I don't care who you put under center, if you're not protecting the guy and if you're snapping the ball on the ground every other snap, I mean you're putting the you're putting the quarterback behind the eight ball putting him in almost an impossible position. But just want to get your insights on if you think there's a comparison between what you see from Jalen Milrow and what you saw with Jalen Hurts early in his career, and I'll hang up and listen. Thank you. Roll Tide.
2: Thanks for the phone call very much. That is an interesting question, and I had not even thought about that until you mentioned it. But, yeah, you know, there are some similarities there. Young Jalen Hurts, and, boy, look where he is now. And, and you know, I would add, Tide, man, if you looked at Jalen Hurts, you know, sort of the the interesting – journey of his college career, starter, winner. They're beating everybody, playing well, making big plays, get them in the national title game, and basically get pulled out of the title game because you're having issues reading from the pocket and delivering on time and seeing things clearly. Go to Tua. He wins it for you. He goes on to Oklahoma, lights everybody up, gets drafted, starts as a rookie, gets his team. There, If I'm right now, go back and check, but I believe he had them in the playoffs – Right, And in the first round of the playoffs, his rookie season in Philadelphia, they lose on the road in Tampa because Tampa just totally swarmed the run game, put the whole game on his shoulders, and he obviously was not ready to beat anybody in the playoffs from the pocket. It was so clear. You've never seen a more clear picture. And now look at him. They have one offseason to basically build the offense around what he does best and what he can do, and he really progressed and, and got confidence when they stuck with him, and now look at him. And they have a very unique offense built around him. Um, And you go all the way back to when he was first in college, and yeah, I'd say so. And I would even say that Milrow is a much more dangerous runner than Hertz was at the beginning of his career. Milrow has a more powerful body and a more... He has more of a cannon, an explosive arm than Hurts had at the beginning of his career. No wonder they're starting him, you know. And you watch the game the other night. No wonder he made some mistakes. A um, couple of interceptions that were his fault. He's not. He was not seeing things and reading things correctly. One guy, he just didn't even see him, and I don't know how you couldn't. A, a tough lesson to learn in that situation, but. A lot of times on third downs, they were they, they faced 14 third downs at Alabama, uh, against Texas the other night. Seven of them were third and long, third and nine yards or more, and they were bad on those because they couldn't protect. They were constantly, his center kept getting beat all night long in pass pro, right up the middle, and he still made a ton of plays and goes and gets him the lead in the second half, and after a turnover, goes back out, takes him right down the field, converts two third downs and... One third and 17 throwing a ball and takes him and scores and gets back in the game. I mean, they've got something with him, and they're pretty close. They're just not there yet. Uh, More Bully is back on the Davini Equipment phone line. More Bully, good to hear from you. What's up?
1: Sorry about that, Matt. I had to take a work call.
2: <laughs> you know it happens? I know it happens. <laughs> I totally get it.
1: Hey, have you looked at the 105.9 uh, website today?
2: I haven't. What's up?
1: Well, right there on the homepage, it the headline is Doctor Crane is back in first trailer for Fraser reboot. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm, go to the homepage.
2: I'm going right now. I'm you. Are I'm you serious? It. All right. Thezone1059 yeah. dot com. Click. Dr. Crane is back in first trailer for the Fraser reboot. Are you serious? There's a they're rebooting Fraser.
1: <laughs> I haven't heard of it, but I guess so. I don't know.
2: I cannot believe it. They okay. are. Hey, no, no. hey bully, do you agree with this? I made this statement last night to Annabeth. She had a we weren't even watching it. It was just on the background on a TV, like a modern sitcom that was on last night on television. And I said, look at that. I said, they look that it's too clear. The sitcoms that are on the cameras and the HD and all are so good now that it's oh, yeah. it's off-putting how clear everything is. I want it to look more like <laughs> Cheers looked like. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, my wife um, every Saturday, Sunday, um, not Sunday really, but Saturdays, she watches Friends. Okay. Still
2: every
1: Still Saturday, it. and it, it, it's hard for me to watch it.
2: I never uh, did get into friends.
1: My, oh man, let me tell you something. Those writers were outstanding. Yeah, and they just they could bring it. it. It, I forgot how really good they were.
2: Man, and nothing, and, uh, nothing they, is. There's nothing like those shows anymore. No, mm-mm. I mean no, seriously. Since we, hey Beaver, get I, in Beaver, get in on this. Since The Office, name one sitcom that is even comparable to these shows we're talking about. I mean, you can't do it. I don't know where Beaver is. He's probably getting asleep. Everybody
1: loves Raymond. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, wrong time frame. Hey,
1: the other thing I was going to tell you, Matt, is um, what was that? What was that guy you were talking about yesterday? L- losers guy.
2: What do you mean? Um,
1: yeah, uh, the guy that picks the games way back when and
2: oh, Leonard's losers. Says, yeah, Leonard's losers. Yeah, Leonard's
1: losers. So I'll tell you a story real quick.
2: You better be quick.
1: My dad um, owned Sonic Drive-In here, okay. and um, I would go in with him on the weekends. And on Saturdays, we'd have to sit in one of those oil-stained, you know, stalls, yeah. listen to Leonard's Losers. <laughs> but I didn't know what it was until you played it. <laughs> but I, we had to stay in there until he heard the Mississippi State score. Uh, I mean,
2: prediction. The pick, yeah.
1: And it's... It was such a part of my childhood. How about that? I wrote uh, honorary Father's Day piece to him, and I mentioned that.
2: That's great. I just
1: did not know what it was called.
2: You didn't know what it was? So thanks <laughs>
1: for bringing that up.
2: Man. <laughs> That's really I cool. really
1: appreciate it. Yeah, man. Yeah. Thanks, so, look, really have so. a good game on uh, Saturday. Safe
2: travel. All right. See you. Ya. See you all tomorrow. We're out. Another load of smart pills has been distributed, and I'm slap worn out.